From Slickback Studios headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, Mike Coscarelli, Matt Lajeski, and Adam Foster are The Sports Group. All sports, all men, all right. Sponsored by Falstaff Beer, America's favorite beer for the drive home. And you're back in the last place on earth where men can still be men. You are now in the fist pumping, heart pumping, cock sucking, motherfucking sports group. In New York, I'm your host, Mike Coscarelli, joined as always in Chicago by Matt Lajeski. Hello, Matt. How are you? I, you know, I'm doing great. I don't have much to say right now. At least I don't have much to say that's good. Uh, Nice. All right. (laughs) And fresh off of his cruise that we're going to hear all about uh, in San Diego, California, it's Adam Foster. Hello, Adam. What's up, Mikey? Do we go into this now or do we do we wait for a little? Yeah, tell us. Tell, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, this, do a, I'll do a quick tease. Obviously, we have yeah. uh, week five in the NFL coming up. We're going to talk all about it. So much to discuss. Uh, and also, if we have time, maybe we throw a little playoff baseball in. Curious to know if you guys are watching. But before we nope. get to any of that. <laughs> I'm, know, I'm listening. I'm listening, then, though. Then I guess we don't have to do the segment. No, no. <laughs> before, I have opinions. Before we, get to any, before we get to any of that, Adam, how was your cruise? No, the cruise, the cruise was a huge disappointment. Um, as we had as spoken about and as I had in the group chat, you saw me basically panicking and asking for help. Um, yeah. it was not good. You know, cruises, they just sometimes they attract a certain type of people when you have all you could eat and all you could drink. There's just some, some people do flock to that and they're not typically the best kinds of people. I, I felt shitty. I ate shitty and I felt like crap. And we also talked about in the group. I got to go back to the gym today, which was nice. I went on the Stairmaster and I did 240 steps, which is. And you fell off. No, I feel good. I feel good. And I decided I hadn't done the Stairmaster in a while, but I think I'm going to start to do it and, and build it up. Um, today I did 240 steps, which is like 55 stories. And I think I'm going to work my way to 960 steps or 220 stories, uh, which is actually the height of both Twin Towers combined. So what I'm telling people is I'm aiming for one nine eleven a day. <laughs> I was praying that this was going somewhere or I would have been so upset that you, Mikey, were, that you, were, doing, that you were doing the stairs at the gym. <laughs> Mikey, come on. But we, but we ended somewhere nice. I'm, I'm happy. Right. Yeah, good. All right. We ended on nine nice. eleven. I mean, come on. Love it. We All got right. there. So you, can you tell you us about us this home. cruise this cruise now that you're what's I, this what was disappointing about it? Who well, who was the cruise line? Where did you go? Oh, I gotta put them on blast right now. 100%. Well the cruise line was Royal Caribbean. Okay. And we went to Mexico, which uh we went to Ensenada, which it's not a bad town. Ironically, first off, you know I live in San Diego, so we drove we we cruised out of LA. So I drove an hour north 
to cruise all the way to Mexico. And this place in Mexico is really just an hour south of me. So I could have just driven there. <clears throat> but yeah, it sucked. I mean, you know, there's just, I told you, cruises <laughs> attract a certain amount of pe- a certain type of person. There's, it's unlimited alcohol. It wasn't as cheap as you would think it would be, but like people like to eat, drink and party. And, you know, those, <laughs> I'm just not one of those people. I don't know. What to when, tell you're, you. when you're in international waters, anything goes, anything goes, man. Like they had, Oh dude, they had a casino on there and I was playing craps and I like, who's fucking checking these dice while we're in the middle of nowhere. We're not even in any country. Like there's no way that they're not fucking with the dice. Oh, uh, I would say, yeah, it's absolutely completely and totally under regulated. Uh, if it's regulated at all, it's got to be the biggest scam going. <laughs> right. And, and and also it's like, that's why the crew sucked. It just felt like the whole time you were being fucked and they were just and, and then you're trapped on this boat that you, you willingly agreed to go on. You paid all this money to be trapped with it, with some some of the dredges of society. Is this the worst you felt for the like you pay, paid the most to feel the worst? Is that how you would describe yeah, I've never your experience? paid so much to feel so bad? That's a good point, Matt. You <laughs> think the whole maybe thing was uh, bad? there is nothing good. None of the food. Would it have good. been better? There was nothing great. There really to wasn't. Just get it was just dominatrix. It was, it was a lot of crap food. I I lost ninety bucks. I guess the best part was gambling. Even though you knew you were getting fucked, which is just like there's literally nothing else to do. So you still willingly give your money away, knowing that you're being cheated like the, you don't have the same odds as Vegas. It's they don't even have the same bets as Vegas for craps like they have. Um, uh, what don't they have? That was like, oh, you can't double up the, the behind the pass line <laughs> bet. You can't put anything on that. So if you bet 20 on the pass, you can't bet 20 behind. So. That's it, boys. Cruise, it's no good. Don't recommend. What was the f- most foul thing that you saw on the cruise, do you think? Um, the most foul thing. Because we can all we are all in agreement. I've been on a handful of cruises myself. I like them enough. I don't I'm not like a cruise person, but I've been on a handful and I enjoyed myself both times that I that I went. And um but there's just no denying that there are some creatures on these boats. Right. Well, and I did enjoy myself when I went like it was 10 years ago, but I, I yeah. remembered it being kind of a fun time. Um, I, you know, the rooms just aren't that nice. Like we put, we paid extra for a balcony and there's like a partition separating you and the next person over, but you could still hear everything. The person saying we were next to these two fucking sisters. that got their door decorated. Because their sister's going on a cruise. Like, no, no special occasion. It's the special occasion is that their sister's going on a cruise. And every <laughs> night I'm trying to watch the sunset on the balcony that I paid extra for. And they are just fucking talking the entire time. So I'm just listening to they, their conversation. What were they talking about? I wasn't even paying attention. I mean, the, the thing is, you can't have a conversation with any of, of with any of these people. There's nothing that I have in common with so many of them. You didn't talk about geopolitics. You didn't talk about obviously Israel. You know, potentially the world currency moving off of the dollar. None of that. I did say I'd almost rather be in Gaza 
then on this cruise. <laughs> wow. That really puts things in perspective, huh, boys? I think it does. Speaking of Gaza, that's our <laughs> next next topic. Oh boy. <laughs> what do you guys think? Israel pro against thoughts? Do you, anybody does anybody want to give a, a real loose analysis of what's going on and a real thoughtless opinion? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Matt, you okay. want to go first? Yes. I would say right now, do you think Daniel Jones would rather play behind? Do you think Daniel Jones would rather play behind the Giants offensive line or be on the front lines in Gaza? <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> tomato, <laughs> tomato. Yeah, he's he's in danger behind the uh, Giants offensive line. There's no question about that. Constantly. Um, I don't know. It is wild, man. And now it's it's. Uh, it's horrifying what has happened out in Israel. I think Adam didn't we it just is so talk crazy, about this? man? I mean, seven thousand missiles. You see those things going off? Like, imagine those. Fu- well, you're yeah. just fucking in your house eating breakfast, and you're just. I mean, missiles come through your fucking window. I mean, that's just so. Adam, this I mean, is literally. Really- I'm pretty sure we. I don't. I can't remember if we had this conversation off mic or on the pod. But when you were asking me why I didn't go on birthright when they <laughs> offered it to me, this this is why. This was li- literally within the last like two weeks. We just had this conversation that was just like, yeah, every like twelve months, eleven months, there's there's like a, a fucking crazy thing like this that happens in Israel. Either a war breaks out or there's no. An attack. This is way crazier like than clockwork. anything that's happened. This is the worst thing that's happened in Israel, I think, ever. I think I this mean, is the most horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I, they said it's, their, it's like their version of 9-11, essentially, in yeah. terms of like kind of is like, yeah, people that got killed. To, but I mean, yes, this is the worst version of it. But shit like this of this ilk happens over there often enough that I was not willing to go you know, party in Israel for two weeks. I mean, or whatever. it's funny because there were so many birthright trips that have happened in the amount of time. Like every sure, one of them yeah. has gone well. I don't think a single birthright trip has ended. No, there's with been someone birth- getting attacked. That's not true. There's there's been people on birthright that have been kidnapped. That was that was news a couple of years ago. Yeah, kidnapped and killed wow. on like, hiking trails and stuff. Do you think that not, not uh, thousands th- of them, but like two at a time or what? You know, it's. Well, it does. I mean, that's. That's what the odds are low. There's people in the ocean that go surfing that get attacked by a shark. And I know your answer to this question is still going to be yes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I know (laughs) your answer is going to (laughs) be. Listen, I'm not. not That that freaks me out, too, though. That freaks me out, too, at this point. Like, I'm not trying to go swim in the ocean. Yeah, I mean. Listen, obviously, I'm not definitely not trying to make light of Israel. And I I was kind of kidding when I said we would get on this as a topic. But I mean. It is like uh, this is the thing that I was always afraid of as like like anytime any other Jewish person found out that I was Jewish and didn't go on birthright. They were they were like stunned by it. And I was just like, yeah, I've always felt like this was something that could potentially happen. And God forbid you're at a music festival and the missiles start going off, which is literally what just happened. Uh, Bro, what, I don't know what these birthright trips you're going on where there's hiking on trails where you're where you're not with a large group of people or there's festivals going on. The music, but, the music festival is what it, all these people got kidnapped at. 
You really? didn't see the foot. Oh, dude, you didn't. There's footage. I didn't know, I didn't know there was a, a music festival, Adam. There's as part foot- of Birthright. When oh. it wasn't when I went. Oh, I don't know about as part of Birthright necessarily, but I'm saying like this this thing that just happened. Uh, you didn't see the footage. Oh, people of- were at a music festival when this happened. Yeah. Did you not see that? No, dude. I mean, I know it's freaking. It's freaking wild. It, dude. It, so there's like there's all these people uh, like dancing at this music festival i don't know like who the hell is playing or whatever but as these people are like partying at this music Bad festival money. you can see uh, who knows but <laughs> you can see people like are like partying at the music festival and behind them there are like missiles getting shot in the air it's fucking nuts damn anyway week five in the nfl anywho <laughs> yeah the nfl uh i think they've killed all plans to have a game in jerusalem um uh, yes from my understanding yeah but, but boys my fantasy season is fucked i'm about to be one in four unless i get a miracle from josh jacobs here tonight tell us more i drafted lamar jackson and i regret it i didn't he's I didn't, only i wasn't serious <laughs> why you don't want to hear why can't we talk fantasy this is a sports podcast okay, no go, go ahead adam go ahead i mean i Let's let's have a conversation. I'm just saying Lamar Jackson's been a disappointment, has he not? Mm-hmm. If you're a fantasy owner, I, I mean, almost I'd, am- I'd say was disappointing in the game the other day as well, you know, uh threw that ball to the very washed Odell Beckham uh and then it was picked off cuz, you know. Yeah, I, right. I I stand by I stand by what I said Odell Beckham not a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, that's I I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. And never really at no point in his career was he the best receiver in the NFL? Just was. No, you know, he was Nike overrated. He had, he had that crazy catch. Yep. And then that's kind of what put him on the map. Yep. But it was a phenomenon. He was. And he had some good. He did have some good years. It's a cult phenomenon, which we don't get. It, he he did have some good years, but he's definitely he's definitely not a Hall of Famer. And there's plenty of players that I mean, he's probably the the most he was at least the the highest up to just fall so hard. Like a receiver hasn't fallen that hard in quite Wait, a while. Schuster he, actually, another guy on my team. So my team, Schuster, um, <laughs> Schuster, yeah. Schuster did not have a sustained period of being. He had like one or two really good good years across from AB. He was a uh, good number two, right? Right. But like Odell, and like to keep it in the Lamar Jackson conversation, I mean, listen, Lamar, um, I think as a playmaker is still one of the the guys that you still want on your team and one of the better guys in the NFL at the position to make right. those types of plays. But he has yet to really ever prove himself to be like a great passer um, well his numbers right. are good it's just a matter of the you know you look at his passing number his career passing numbers are pretty solid yeah but it's not like uh i don't he's not on the same level as like a mahomes or he's not well, nobody is absolutely know, not but he's he's not like he's not uh, even he's not close to burrow or allen that's what i was gonna say too he's not really elite man at like uh he's not and it, I, I, again, he never really has a lot of talent. And this is the weird thing about... better than David Carr. The, Maybe. <laughs> Derek Carr? Derek Carr. 
And Definitely David. better than and David Carr. Yeah, better than both the cars. Uh, I the don't car know, brothers. I, I beat the shit out of the car brothers. <laughs> I, I don't know. That sounds like a fun thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Um, yeah, as a fantasy guy, I don't know. Like, I think at this point, you'd kind of rather. There's a lot of guys that you'd want ahead of Lamar, which I don't know if you felt that way a few years ago. You'd want now. You'd want Hertz or Allen well, or Goff. Man, do I Goff. start Goff over Lamar? Goff, at this dude, point, it's pro- like probably Goff, at this point, right? And I can't drop matchup. Lamar. Can't drop him. No, see if someone's real dumb and you can trade. A, you know, the best thing to for you to do at this point, Adam, is try to really fuck somebody over in a trade. Yeah, someone's trying to fuck me over today. They wanted uh, DeAndre Swift for. I don't know. I'd have to look it up, <clears throat> but it was like so bad. I was like, it was one of the guys. You know, one of the guys in our chat who they're they're talking shit. All right. Yeah. Can we, 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 can we mm-hmm, sure. for the love of God, go I mean, to the scoreboard? <laughs> Adam is just going to recap his fantasy team and I'm blo- going to blow my brains out. <laughs> You're going to move to Gaza before you hear the rest of his story. <laughs> uh, can we start with the Thursday night game? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I can tell you all about it. You know, I was I, uh, in, yeah. in Wrigleyville, you know, historic sports bar. In Chicago, and I went there, like I said, Mike, I told you guys, my hope was I'm going to see people bottoming out. Right. I'm going to see people watch the Bears go 0-5, and, and just the deflation that I was looking forward to seeing. And much to my chagrin, Justin Fields looked elite, and all of those fat, out-of-shape, slob, City working motherfuckers were doing shots, high fiving. It wasn't really excited. that type of bar. It wasn't really that type of bar though. It was uh, I think I told you guys that, right? It was it sucked. It was like a it was like a hipster mm. bar. I thought it was gonna be cool. It's nothing worse than watching sports in a hipster bar where instead oh, yeah. of people instead of people like complaining, you know, about how much money they're losing on the game, they're complaining about a Zoom meeting. It really was terrible. <laughs> it was a bad experience. Yeah, in in any type of city that has like a real blue collar backbone, you got to be mm-hmm. around those types of guys, people who need to watch football. 100% uh, when you watch games like this. And in your estimation, Matt, do you think that Bears fans at this point cuz I don't know how many games the Bears are going to end up winning this year. Are they are they just excited that they're not going to go winless for the season? I don't even know cuz I like to gauge their level of excitement I mean, it's a special breed, you know. Did you feel? Did you feel a real buzz in the air the next day, Monday morning, when you when you, you know, went around town? I I felt no buzz. Um, I I just felt I felt as though nothing. The Bears are nothing will ever change. I think it's it reached the point in the season where the fans, like even the most delusional fan now, Mm. realizes this is going. Nowhere. So they have, in fact, given up on the Bears. It's one of those things. It's like, you know, your kid is out of rehab for the ninth time. And you're like, (laughs) you're hoping they're going to keep it together. Maybe something good will happen. Maybe they'll get a job. Maybe they'll stop stealing from you. But the writing is probably on the wall. Uh, You know, most junkies don't kick the habit. And the Bears will probably never be good. Yeah. Well, the other... 
the other flip side to this coin is that the commanders who were looking like a team. I mean, the, the, the commanders, uh, the Falcons, there are just certain teams in the NFL that are just stuck in this kind of mm-hmm. flip flop mediocrity forever. Commanders, well, the Falcons went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago, a few years ago. Yeah, that was not a. That was like a almost a decade ago, wasn't it? It was, was yeah, it? and it was it was a funky season too. It was like what was that twenty? God damn it! We're getting How old. Disappointing man. is that? Yeah, that wasn't that was that? that was pre-Trump, wasn't it? Yeah, that was twenty. Shit, let's look it up. Damn, bro. We watched that game together. We did twenty seventeen. So it wasn't ten years ago, but it was six. It was six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I mean that was a really that was such a Falcon Super Bowl too. Yeah, they lost it, man. So, but Mike, that's only a good Super Bowl. point. There are a lot of teams. So there's you can kind of almost have like four categories of teams in the NFL, right? You have hopeless, and then above that you have stuck, and then you have good, and then you have elite. And yeah. I agree with you. There's like. I would almost rather have my team be hopeless than stuck because hopeless, your identity is there's no chance. Yeah. Whereas stuck, it's like, do we fire the coach? Do we get a new quarterback? Do we trade for a receiver who's probably washed? I don't fucking know. Right. Yeah, and that's dude, what those teams are. They're like seven and nine, seven and ten, because the 17 game. Seven, they're like seven and ten forever. I yeah. can't. Honestly, the commanders, they never. What about the seen, Bills? Well, the Bills They've got to be a least, hopeless team. No, because the Bills at least get a kick at the can. I mean, like during the Josh Allen years, they've been they've been right. Making deep but the Falcons had runs. some years though with with Matt Ryan. How many deep you Falcons just, runs can you remember? Other than that one year they went to the Super Bowl, there's one. There hasn't been any. There's deep, one. I don't. I don't know the ones that they made it to the championship game and lost because the Bills haven't made it to the Super Bowl yet with Josh Allen. That's true. And but yeah. You know, ravishingly like hopeful they're like ah, ah, and it's like you guys haven't even made it to one super bowl yet yeah they're like, like yeah. tables on fire and jumping through them hitting themselves with barbed wire baseball bats they're nuts they're scarfing down those garbage plates yeah yeah and i mean i just it's crazy to me that Washington, and maybe maybe now that Dan Snyder is gone, they'll figure it out uh, in the next couple of years. But maybe I don't, you know, I don't know how much the owner necessarily affects the um, the play on the field. But I mean, probably immensely. It's just because yeah, like, it's like you got to hire the right staff, you got to pay up for coaches and all of that. Yeah, you know what I mean, you sure. know who's traditionally stuck? The Jaguars. They're another stuck team where they're yeah. always just like you know. They border okay. on hopeless to stuck. Yeah. Right. They, they kind of yeah, go back and forth. Mix. And then uh, they drafted Lawrence. Then they had that Urban Meyer debacle. And it was right. like, wow, this team, dude, they, they just was... hit the lottery with <laughs> yeah. Lawrence. And now they're going to go back to hopeless already. Yeah. And then thank God they got rid of him. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. But they're, they are looking good this year. But right, this was, year could Adam, just Adam, be Adam, a little Adam, thing. Adam. Adam. You're, I appreciate the energy. Focus. Let's focus. <laughs> we're still on Thursday night. The Bears, the Commanders, obviously were the team that were going to give the Bears their first win. There was, I, I think, as as surprised as I was watching the Thursday night game, there was also a little part of me that said, "Well, 
what were we really expecting? It's the Commanders. Uh, and the other thing that I wanted to bring up, has there ever been a good Thursday night game ever? Let's look up what is regarded as the best Thursday night football game of all time. Is the first game of the year count as the th- a true no, Thursday night game? It does okay. not. I don't, I don't think, and I don't think Thanksgiving does either. So okay. I think Thanksgiving Fair. and opening night are the two we have to set those aside because opening night there's so much excitement for football to begin with that there's just, and the players just, are off. Yeah, and there yeah, exactly you have time to prepare. You're not like cramming a Thursday game in in between like a Sunday or a Monday night game or whatever. And then obviously Thursday, like there's there's an energy about Thanksgiving that makes it separate from Thursday night on Amazon uh, with these like horrible games that we keep watching every week. Has your, has your intro popped anything up, Matt? So we got the Packers versus the Lions week 13 from 2015. That was, uh, I believe that was the game that ended with uh, a Hail Mary, Hail right? Mary, yeah, okay. And then we had the Pats against the Giants, week 17, 2007. Uh, that was when the Pats went undefeated, right? And But it was a close game. Yeah. And then the Rams-Niners, week 3, 2017, 41-39, barn burner. I remember that game. That was um, a good game. So listen, the list only went to three. Usually when you search for a list, it's top five, top 10, top 25. This was a top three. So happens every week. And there's not five good games that we can name. Because, listen, I I remember Monday night games for sure. You know, you have like Brett Favre after his dad died. Oh, yeah. Against the Raiders, 399 yards. Like, I can remember so much about it. Yeah. Even games that we weren't alive for that you heard about, like the Tony Dorsett run. Um, I think wasn't the there was a Dolphins Jets game that was that was like uh, where Marino torched them. I think the uh, Dolphins Bears in '85, the only team to beat the Bears that year. I mean, like there are there are monumental Monday night games and Sunday night Odell Beckham's catch. I mean, there there mm-hmm. are like there are good good versions of these games in other primetime spots, and I know that a lot of it has to do with Thursday, just short week. You got to get ready to. Uh, play a team but I just like there is a part of me that almost wishes they didn't do Thursday night games because I get it's so not that good and yeah you know who else doesn't wish they didn't do them anymore the player friend of the show Al Michaels Al Michaels yeah <laughs> <laughs> Al Michaels is he's, he regrets doing these Thursday night games who do you think regrets taking the money more at this point Al Michaels or Sean Payton uh, Al Michaels for sure he yeah. sounds miserable, dude. And Peyton you doesn't. Think, well, but Peyton, <laughs> do you think, think Russell Wilson? Go ahead. Do you Adam. think he's? Do you think he's just uncoachable at this point? He's not. Honestly, man, he's not playing that bad. Not as bad as last year. Yeah, last right? year he was really bad. I think this year he's been like yesterday. Since we're here, well, we could just talk Broncos Jets. I I don't think that he was the reason that the Broncos lost yesterday. I mean, I, I think that uh, I think the Jets D did play well in the second half primarily. Um, and I, I just don't think it's, it's completely, completely changed him, the man. They can't fucking 
they're de- defensively they can't stop the run at all. Uh, there's a lot going on in Denver that he's got to fix. So Sean Payton, I think, is probably uh, he's he'll be upset for this year. They're going to be terrible for the rest of the year, but you know they'll get a draft pick. They'll they'll probably try to trade Sertan and get like a draft pick for him. Um, they have to just know. like they're they're on the they're on my list of uh, Gaza teams. Which <laughs> by that I mean it's time to blow it up. You know, it's you got to restart. And what do you do? This, you, just, so, you just get rid of Russell Wilson and and you just can't. Like, because yeah, he's, is he is he he's not done yet. He's not cooked yet. In football, though, you can't. It's like we said it a couple weeks ago. It's not like baseball. They can't just eat the contract and be like, "All right, see ya." They can release right. him, and it would free up some cap, I guess. But I, it wouldn't free up. I, I think. I, what did we say he was getting? Like, like he was owed like seventy million dollars still, or something over the next couple one, years. Well, yeah, yeah his, his contract doesn't kick in until next year, so that means they have five years starting next year. So if he's declining now, he's only, you know, he's not going to get better. Um, you don't, you generally don't improve in things as you get older, particularly if you're an undersized player who, yeah. uh, you know, you know, needs to, uh, can only play one way. So they're fucked. Um, they're going to be fucked for a while. And I think Sean Payton is going to be looking at these guys analyzing games on Fox like, damn. Yeah, well, uh, listen, man, the other thing is like on the Jets side of the ball, um, the Broncos are kind of a, like a they're a, a litmus test, I think, for how good your team is if you're watching your favorite team play. So I was in a situation yesterday where by halftime, Zach Wilson didn't get the the ball uh, spiked in time for the Jets to get a field goal at the half. I was you were furious. melting down, dude. I just thought, I was just like I was so sick of it because that was that's a coaching mistake. Is that the right. Jets got to get back no, to the line? Well, like, yes, that's an undisciplined mistake. Well, it's on both of them, but Salah's got to be on the fucking sideline screaming at them to get the ball to to spike the ball. I mean, yeah, when you think of all the opportunities, like the advantages they have with you know the the headpieces and yeah. all the technology that's going on, like those sorts of mistakes, like you know Vikings coach did the same thing, just like burning timeouts. It's crazy how badly mismanaged uh, the time can be in NFL games. Still, right? And dude, this has been the bit one of the biggest knocks on Salo the whole time here in New York is that like. He's he he's obviously done a great job putting the Jets defense together. And so far this year, the Jets defense has been the thing that's like kind of keep kept them in games. And in, in yesterday's game, they won the game with a with a huge turnover and uh, a scoop and score fumble. But uh, he is bad with clock clock management in general with using those timeouts. There's been tons of games last year against the Patriots where he just they went into the half with two timeouts left. And they could have just like like tried to take a shot at the uh, going into the to halftime. He just like he's not great at that. Uh, and like, how do you not a, think of that when you're in the game? Just like, hire somebody to do that. You know, at this point, if that, if I had that level of resources, and there was one thing like like if if I was rich and I was the boss of something, and I just I just could. There was one thing I couldn't do. Like I just couldn't keep my bathroom clean. Right. I would hire someone to clean the bathroom. <laughs> right. like a, good point. Like a specialist to just do that. Right. 
Definitely, yeah. because that's on ownership then. They should be hiring a clock management guy. Yeah, I mean, listen, he it doesn't it doesn't happen every game, but it's just kind of like, you know, you're playing a team that you're supposed to beat. And that's the thing about the Broncos that must be frustrating if you're Sean Payton, because he's signed up. He's played, you know, he was running the Saints and they were like sort of uh, in it every year when they were at their peak when he was coaching. And now he's coaching this team that like literally the Jets were losing at halftime and I was texting the group fire Sala. I'm tired. They're not going to win a game the rest of the season. Like there's there's four wins on the schedule. They're going to wind They're up over winning under five games. Went to one point five in your yeah. mind. And it was because by halftime I was just like I was like if they can't beat the Broncos, who can they beat? And but they have a good defense. Elite. Yeah. That's yeah. what's saving them. That, well, because their defense is keeping them in the game. They got the fumble and the touchdown. Wilson so played better in the second half. He uh, again, this was not like he didn't play as good of a game as he played against the Chiefs, but he played a good enough game for them to win. If he can play like that for the rest of the year, they can be in games. I but, got a question for you about that. Yeah. At this point in time, is Zach Wilson no longer the worst quarterback in the AFC East? Well, um. It's a, Mac I Jones. think it's, a, I don't know. Mac Jones I think it's is, a legit question at this moment. I'm not saying, you know, ranking their whole career. I'm just saying right now, if you're like, if you, Mike, as Jets GM, <laughs> after you hire a clock manager, if you're presented the opportunity straight up, Zach Wilson for Mac Jones, do you do it? This is a great question, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say no. I agree. And it's because I think that still on his best day, Zach Wilson has a fucking bazooka arm. He can he does. chuck it. Dude, he has a great arm. There's He's no- got an Israeli army <laughs> arm. <laughs> <laughs> and he he can move pretty well. So like the thing that he was starting to do in this game cuz this was the only game I watched like sna- every snap intently uh I mean, he's getting to a point now where he's seeing his reads and kind of doing the thing that they were telling him to do on Hard Knocks, where it's like first read, second read. If neither of those are there, like you you have two seconds to decide. Read, read. If no one's there, run with the ball. He's kind of starting to figure that out. So if he can just not fuck up and then give the running game a chance to get working because they they kicked the Broncos ass on the ground yesterday, then the the Jets can be at least competitive. And that's the thing. Well, Mike. what? In your opinion, does Zach Wilson fuck? Suck? <laughs> <laughs> I think he spent too much time fucking, honestly, and that probably well, slowed his development. It could be. I would say for now. <laughs> I thought fucks was good. Wait, whoa. I thought fucks was a positive thing. F- yes, but you got to yeah. put the game first when you're a Like, pro. I think he may, right. Like, I, what I'm saying is in the past, I think we could all agree that he blood. Does <laughs> he maybe just... Does he maybe just suck now? <laughs> yes, I would. Yeah. He might. He might suck. Say he's sucks. And he's not even like the worst version of suck at this point. Because he doesn't. He didn't look as lost on Sunday as he has. In the, you know what I mean? Like he he does not look like a kid at a at a grocery store running around. Can't find his parents anymore. He now looks more like, a, you know, I'm not going to say competent but better great Maybe Aaron Rodgers 
rubbed off on him a little bit. Listen, he should be able to do this. He should. I, it doesn't. He doesn't have to be an elite quarterback. He should be right. able to get the ball to Garrett Wilson every now and then. Get the ball. Yeah, to, like eight to ten times a game for yeah. my one. <laughs> you know, if he can't get the ball to Lazard, one, that I'm now two and three. You know, that that'd be nice. If he can't get the ball to Lazard a few times a game, it's like he shouldn't be on this team or in the NFL. He should be figuring this out. He's playing better and. Thank God, because I just, I, you know, when I was going on that rant in the chat yesterday, just about like like top down fire everybody, it's because they were looking <laughs> at going one and four uh, through the first five weeks. And then where do you go from there? You go one and four and then Rogers comes back next year. And what? You just run it back with a team that went one. So this team, again, they they beat the Broncos. So we don't have to think like this anymore. But this team Without Rodgers is not good enough to win, what if. to win two games in the <laughs> NFL. Because if you don't beat the Broncos, who are you going to beat? Right. And now they're two and three, though. And the right. Bills are three and two. Right. So And it changes. You, and as, as of right now, you have the tiebreaker with the Bills. So it changes everything. They needed to win that game yesterday. Thank God they did. And Brees Hall found that big gaping hole. Yes. Man. He did. That was 72 yards. I mean, he was just running through gaping holes. <laughs> yeah. He looked great. So, I mean, thank God they, they got out of Denver with a win because uh, I'll tell you, the other New York team went into Miami and got massacred. Ooh, boy. The Giants. <laughs> the Giants. They're so bad. They the Giants are, so are the worst bad. team in the league, dude. They are. Right yeah. now, they are the worst team in the league. They're on pace to get – there's all sorts of stats that are just nuts. They're on pace – to give up the most sacks ever. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. And I got to say, as an Eagles fan, I feel kind of <laughs> bad. <laughs> go, go ahead. I just like they're so pathetically bad at this point that I like I, you know, I, I feel for them. I don't know if the yeah. Eagles really have had in my lifetime since I've actually been consciously watching football. The Eagles haven't had a, a real string of too a too bad of a string where they look completely hopeless. Yeah. The Giants true. not like this. Not yeah. like the Giants look right now. No. Right. They really recovered quickly after the Wentz situation. Yeah. They've recovered pretty quickly. But that's dude, that's what happens. Like that's what separates a great franchise from one that's just like right. you know in shambles like the Giants right now is a lot of teams would have just cut bait on Daniel Jones. This isn't working. We're not going to pay you like you're a top five quarterback and move on. Instead, now, like you're saying, Adam, he fooled him. The Eagles are so good right now and the Giants are so bad. It's like the Eagles have Park Place and Boardwalk and the Giants <laughs> have Baltic. God, and they're right. mortgaging it. Monopoly. <laughs> It's, I don't know how else to describe it because just saying one is rich and one is poor is just simply not enough. Right? Um, There's disparity. So Dude, they, and the so other thing bad. is, you guys aren't in New York, so you're not hearing. Like, if you turn on, uh, shout out to the Michael K. Show, obviously. Oh, I listen to day still. Yeah. All right. So Matt and I obviously day, we're huge Lagreca fans. He's the fucking best. Um, He's the reason for this show. Honestly. Yeah, the inspiration. Um, but obviously, th- really, I hear the most sound from press conferences and stuff like that from lis- by listening to their show because they'll play back, you know, what Salo or Dable or any of these guys say post game, which you don't really catch on TV unless you really. Dayball's quotes were just insane, dude. Dayball, Dayball sounds 
bad. Checked out. Right? He's like, he yeah, sounds he's like, frustrated. Yeah. He sounds quarterback is, you know, really important position. Yeah. Gotta protect him. It's like, who am I talking to? Dude, and their so like their theory, and not to do their show here, but their theory is that the Giants are making Jones sort of the face of the the teardown. Yeah, the failure. Um, and I gotta say, from all the Giants or Dable, both. Well, do you think like do you think the GM would be behind it? So here's what I'm thinking, and this is like this is my version of the of the scenario based off of the Michael K show version of this scenario. My theory fan is fan fiction, right? And, and, and embellishing on fan fiction that already exists. Conspiratorial so, fan fiction. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So LaGreca and K have this theory that he's, you know, he's the face of this failure and that's what the giants organization. So, uh, my thinking is that they, Daniel Jones put them in a tough spot. Because Daniel Jones is obviously not an elite quarterback and the money that he's making is high, but it's still not quite. He's not making Burrow money. He's not making Mahomes money. He's making really good money and you're spending he's making a lot. more than me. <laughs> yes. Honestly, <laughs> he's doing what a lot of Americans do, which is you bullshit, bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Then you get the big contract and it's like. Yo, I'm a chill. Like yeah, I just yeah. worked my <laughs> way up. It in. Yeah. Like, yeah, what the fuck? I'm never gonna win a Super Bowl. Like, maybe he's just and, being realistic with his time. Like, why why should I work harder when I know it's I'm not gonna get a great result anyway? Like, I might Yeah, as this well- team sucks. I gotta just protect my body at this point. And that's dude, that's the crazy thing about Jones, is he's still getting lit up and Bad. hit with no chance of glory. But that's why all. that's why I think they're leaving him in in these blowouts because it's just like, all right, we paid you your fucking money. Like go earn this fucking money. Even if we're losing, we're going to get the snaps that we thought that we were going to get out of you. And I do think that there is an element of like the, like the GM and, uh, and Dable sort of just saying like, all right, we didn't really want to pay this guy. We didn't really have a choice. And Mm. now because we paid him all this money, there was less to go around. We couldn't really sign players at other positions. And now do you think they're trying to just get his career by injury? No, I don't think it's like that nefarious, but I do think that they are basically just like, they're like, we paid this guy. We're going to, we're going to play him. We're going to put him out there. And it's like, if this thing fails, he is going to be, we're going to make it, clear that he's the reason why this thing failed yeah which is not completely just contract it's for just 55 to be, million total no it's for 160 over four years but i think they can it's like 40 can, million like, a year i think right yeah oh, but 55 after, million a year no 40 no, i think 55. it's 40 million a year yeah for four yeah. years yeah. but i think after two years they're able to like kind of figure a way out of it but mike just I want, i'm sorry i just want to circle back to this just to be clear yeah you're not saying that Giants management is putting bounties on their own quarterback, <laughs> Daniel Jones. You're not saying that. I'm not saying that. No. Okay. Just because. Do you think it's it sounded Daniel like Jones? Maybe. Ahead, Do you Adam. think it's his fault, or is or is the offensive line heavily part of the problem here? Is the worst. You know the fact that yeah. Saquon Barkley well, he's not playing right now and. I don't know. Dude, he's if, never really fully impressed me when he's been in, except for his rookie year. 
if I'm Barkley, I would break my own toe just so I don't have to play <laughs> again this year. Because, like, listen, he's on a one-year deal, franchise yep. tag. You don't want to fucking get injured playing for this dog shit team. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you. No, I, I mean, I don't think it's all Jones's fault. I think he is what he is. He's fine. He's like a he's a he's like the fifteenth best quarterback in the league. Or, uh, I mean, this year maybe he might be worse than that now. But like, yeah, you know, uh, I think that. But if you're fifteen. I still say you suck. <laughs> now, another question for I don't you, think then, you Mike. <laughs> no, not at all. Not even close. But another hypothetical: if you could straight up trade Zach Wilson for Daniel Jones, would you do it? With the contract, too. If you would have asked me before the season started, I probably would have said yes. <laughs> you would have said yes. So you'd have taken on yeah. his contract along with him backing up Rodgers. Well, no, no, no. But like, it, again, we're we're talking about a scenario. You, or where do like, you mean after the first drive of the season? You would have said yes. Yeah. How hypothetical sure. can it get? <laughs> well, I need to clarify, you know, is this, is this well, knowing that Rodgers was going to get injured or no? No, because as as a backup, it wouldn't have really mattered. But like, if you'd right. asked me before they got Rodgers, and they let's mm. like, if you want to make that the hypothetical, because they didn't have Rodgers until the draft, basically, like right around there. And I think by then Jones had gotten paid or was about to get paid. So I think at that point, if my if my option was Zach Wilson or or Daniel Jones, I would have taken Daniel Jones. Because um, I don't think that he's a bad quarterback. I um, but. I don't know. You know, do you if you put him on a field with Garrett Wilson and you put him on a field with like like this defense backing him and and Brees Hall and guys like that. Uh, you know, this is the thing, man. The Giants are just they are not talented. There's At that's all. the thing. When we we we've been talking about the Cardinals who we should get into next. When we were saying that the Cardinals were going to be the worst team in the league this year and everybody was kind of on them to be the the dogs of the of the NFL. Yep. Like, dude, they have a, a new young coach who clearly is at least pretty good because the Cardinals are hanging in these games and they're playing tough opponents. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, this kid Dobbs looks pretty good at, at, at least, you know. They got a few guys on defense that make plays. They've got like they have a few people on this team, whether it's good coaching or what. That make a couple plays here and there. And I don't think that the Giants have that other than Barkley no. and Jones. Jones sometimes makes some plays with his legs, but he's not throwing to anybody. Waller is a complete bust. Uh, and we should have known that because he sucked last year in uh, in Vegas. On your fantasy team? <laughs> yeah, I think I did have him last year. But he was brutal last year. He wasn't good. And I, he might just he might have been a guy that had like one or two really good years in 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 Vegas, and now he's, you know, he's just on the Giants kind of disappearing. Or maybe Derek Carr is better than everyone I mean, thought. I, I think that. a lot of, yeah, I think, you know, there's there's a lot of variables, and it's like schematically, you know, he may not fit. I mean, there's, the NFL is just like the hardest thing to gauge how a player will be on a new team. Like free, outside of like an elite wide receiver or a D-end or something like that. Yeah. You kind of never know. In terms of the yeah. how the the you'll fit schematically with a new team, but even an elite wide receiver, you can yeah, go to a team where they just the, can't get you the ball. You know, 
That's it true. Happens. Yeah. Moss had a Moss in Oakland. Perfect example. Yeah. He had a couple. He had like a dead period of his career where people thought he was done, and then he goes a, and yeah, plays with Brady, yeah. and all of a sudden it's just like all right, fifty greatest like, ever again. Yeah, what was yeah. It, like, like twenty touchdown passes that year? Twenty three touchdowns. He set the record. Yeah, that crazy. year. Uh, Dooster also. He had Roethlisberger. <laughs> uh, he was also ruining playing, my life. Playing opposite AB, like you said, Mike. So yeah, it was yeah. just like that's that happens a lot with receivers, where like they're a very good number two. Yeah, on a team that has a high powered offense, then a, a desperate team signs them as their new number one. And they just, nope, it ain't yeah. happening. Doesn't work. He couldn't work with Mahomes. They didn't work well together. Yeah, and if you can't work with Mahomes, I mean. Yeah. You blood. You blood. You're definitely not going to work with Daniel Jones or Max Jones. Or <laughs> any, any of the, of the Joneses. I <laughs> have a segment, Keep It Up With The Joneses, each week. And uh, they're both hanging on by a thread. <laughs> they're both real bad. Speaking of so Mac I wanted Jones. to pitch. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. This idea to you guys. Now, since we've been on the topic of the Giants, you know, one in four, uh, there is no hope for anything Oof. this year or any, you know, I, I just don't feel good about the future in general. So I need another favorite team. Uh, and I want you guys to help me pick. Okay. Oh, that's easy. I, I think we have the same on, on a count of three. Say the team that should be my new favorite. One, two, three. The Dolphins. Raiders. <laughs> wow, we all said something different. No shit. So I, I thought, I thought you guys, you know, Staley, you we all say the Chargers. Herbert. Well, let me make my case. I can make a case too. All right. If I'm ahead. picking, if I'm picking my favorite team this year, I would have to, and, and like I'm new to football, and I'm just watching it for the first time. I'm going to be a fan of the Dolphins. They're the most mm. explosive offense. They're putting up fucking insane numbers. Yeah. I, you know, Tyreek Hill, despite how much of a of a piece of shit he seems to be off the field. <laughs> yeah, punching women so and children. so fucking good. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just... And really, like, that truly is the way you, you win in the NFL. You have the fastest guy who is really good at catching the ball. How can you lose? You cannot lose if a guy <laughs> can outrun everyone else. All he has to do is run down the field. It's like, it's like literally how, you can have Forrest Gump there. They More have the often fastest than not, offense I've ever work. seen. Yeah. It's not they even had, close, really. Some crazy stat like they had the seven or eight highest on field speeds of the week yep. yesterday. Well, because yeah. that guy uh, is at uh, the backup running back, Javon. I don't. Yeah, I chain, can't say his name. A, a, a yeah, a chain, we'll figure it out. He had he ran like a four two at the at the uh, at the combine. He was like the fastest guy that they. I think he might be considered the fastest guy in the NFL. And and they have Tyreek who and Moss is the fastest. fastest yeah, fuck. right. Yeah, yeah. He tells so, people he's the fastest. Right. So <laughs> so they have a ton of speed. Adam, I really like that take, and I think you're right. If I was just getting into football, they're the team that you want to watch. I want to watch them, and I right. I'm not, I don't like the Dolphins, you know. Yeah, I just want to see two will fucking whip it around and find these guys in the field. It is it's very exciting to watch. And also, so, if you don't keep in mind the past, so you don't know any of Tyree Kill's past, right? You've kind of got an exciting group of guys. Every single one of them, Tyree Kill is explosive. He's exciting. The new guy who's super fast, he's explosive. He's exciting. Tua, 
He's putting up numbers. He's exciting, you know? They're and the all... clock is ticking. He might only have a few games left. <laughs> right. So we got to watch them now. now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my case for the Raiders is obviously, as, as we've said, I think probably off mic, if I wasn't a Jets fan, I would be a Raiders fan if they were local. Uh, the silver and black is iconic. Um, they have a, a long storied history, even though most of our lives, they have not been great. Um, and Matt, how much time do you spend in Vegas? Ah, a decent amount. You, you know, know? I, I'm uh, during football season. I'm there at least once. So you could go see your new favorite team at least once a year. Tickets are probably not super expensive. Yeah. And uh, and how many black T-shirts do you have? A few. You fit right I in. I do have to say, <laughs> and I, we don't have to go down this path too much because I feel like we always say it, but Raiders fans, eh, do I want to be around them? <laughs> I don't know about that. Overall, <laughs> probably not. I'll tell you what, it would be, going to uh, you know, a Raiders Halloween party would be pretty fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I will say their owner... I love I love the idea that he's just gotten to a point where he just has so much money. He's got the most ridiculous wig on. And yeah. it's just yeah. like I love that. I love like you you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. I have so much fucking money. I own the Raiders. Like, what the fuck are you gonna say to me about my my bullshit wig? <laughs> it's like a it's like a it's like a descending bowl cut. It looks it's like bad. a bowl cut here, but then it gets long. It's like a bowl cut mullet. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. That's it. I and mean, he just right, rocks so it. He just, yeah, he's he's out there every day of his life presenting that to the world. That is a that is a different type of money. Yeah, that only That's money. That's so bad. It's good. good money. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's yeah. He's a human meme. Yeah, which is, I mean, yeah, not a bad way. And listen, uh, no, that now it's ten ten. But um, all right. So Adam, you made a strong on the field case. For my yes. new favorite team. Mike, you made a strong off-field case. That's right. For my new favorite team. But listen, there was one thing missing from both of your cases. And that was Brandon Staley. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is, Matt, you might be able to hang out with him soon. Because he, he might be <laughs> hanging out in the unemployment office. I will say, Miami's head coach is a pretty cool guy. Yeah. McDaniel does seem cool. Yeah, he looks like a he, he's like a smart stoner. He's got yeah. that sort of vibe to him. You know what I mean? Like the guy who like smokes a lot of weed but doesn't talk about it. Yeah, that's that's the kind of vibe I get from him. But I do get what you're saying, Matt. He's the kind of guy I want to hang out with. But Brandon Staley's the kind of guy I want to watch. <laughs> I want to. Yeah, he's the guy I want to be leaving. I the follow strip. what he's doing. <laughs> I want to leave the strip club with Brandon Staley at four thirty in the morning. And all I know is he called the Uber. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we're gonna on that we're gonna take a quick break. Come back on the other side. We got more football to talk about. Stay tuned. All right, we're back on sports group. Uh, looking at the week five scoreboard here. We obviously have to head to New England. Bill Belichick mm. saying that the Patriots, they just got to start over. Um, Bill Belichick is now coming off his two weeks in a row now. He has had the two worst losses of his career consecutively. Uh, against the Cowboys, it was the worst loss of his career. And then against the Saints, 34-0 was the second worst 
uh, loss of his career. And it got close to being <laughs> the worst of his career. They were the Saints were really closing in on it, but uh, it didn't get there. So Patriots get shut out against the Saints. Uh, obviously, the whatever the Patriots run was was is over. Um, they in my eyes, I have seen enough to say that they are as bad as I thought that they were going to be this year. Uh, obviously, <clears throat> they beat the Jets because Belichick just, you know, just had Wilson seeing ghosts. Zach Wilson's not very good. Belichick usually does take it to young quarterbacks. Um, so they'll probably beat the Jets again this season. If we're being honest, he owns them. It's it's fine. I, I've come to accept it. But uh, I mean, are the Saints good or are the Pats just that bad at this point? You know, Saints are in that stuck category, in my opinion. They yeah. have some real elite players. Quarterback, you, you don't, you know, no no team that's on the cusp of winning a Super Bowl is getting Derek Carr. Let's be honest. But I don't know. This is the thing, man. He's you know? been looking pretty good. Well, and and they're maybe they're on a on the cusp at in this season, but as a franchise, the Saints. I mean, they won the Super Bowl. They're still a good franchise overall. I, and and honestly, they look a lot. They're a surprise this year as a team. They me. look a lot I thought, better. I thought they'd be good. I thought they would. Maybe maybe we wrote David Carr off just Jared. like we wrote Jared Goff off. Derek we, Carr. We wrote Derek off the way we wrote off David. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> even though I can't stop bringing him up, but just like the way that we broke, we wrote Goff off. Like we thought he kind of yeah. sucked, and it's like, no, you give him the right stuff. Mm. Maybe maybe the the league writes QBs off too quickly, dude. Yeah, not we can get to the Lions in a little bit, but Goff is gets so much disrespect, and Goff is, I don't know if he's as good as advertised. He was like a, a very high draft pick, but he's been great. Uh, he was a, he was the number one overall. And, you know, dude, it, it might have just been one of those things, honestly, where McVay was at. Yeah. And where McVay was ready to go, Goff wasn't ready yet. Yeah. It could be that. Like where but Stafford Goff made it to a Super Bowl. He did, but he, yeah, I, he did. You're right. And it's like they had Gurley then. Um, who was done by the end of that season. Yeah. That was right? the season like, he got hurt. He got hurt yeah, during their run, and that was the end of his career. That was the yeah. He played for the Falcons for a little bit after that, and he yeah. it was over. So it's like yeah, he was dominant, man. He was he was. I mean, yeah, he was. He had Gurley. He was like McCaffrey is now. If you yeah, if Gurley, if you were able to extrapolate that over like three or four more years, he would be a Hall of Famer because he was. He had like that three year run that was just since he. W- it would have been like a Terrell Davis thing where it was like yeah. a very short career, but amazing, like amazing. Yeah, but yeah, dude, I this is the thing. I uh, I I don't think the Saints are bad. I don't know. I mean, thirty four nothing against the Pats. I do think the Pats are really just that bad. Um, yeah, I agree. And you I'm, scored 34 points, though, against an NFL team. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not writing off the Saints. I'm definitely I, I think that this was a perfect storm of a team that's kind of rising. You know, I think the thing that I, I dislike the most about the the Saints is Dennis Allen. You know, yeah, he's the he's thing like that a, I think is the biggest detractor for them. They have a lot of talent. Camaris can still play. Oh, for sure. There was a weird story about Kamara where like, you know, because sports science now has taken over. It's like so intense where apparently last year uh, he was like really feeling off and he just couldn't get going. And one of his legs was heavier than the other. I heard that. Yeah. 
Tomorrow? Yeah, it's it crazy. Was, yeah. So such such a weird. It's like the amount Did of he things get that they can fixed. Yeah, now he's yeah. got equal pounding. Poundage. <laughs> That's such a crazy <laughs> surgery <laughs> that you can get. Where they're weighing each individual leg, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, it was probably problem. just like it was probably just like how to work out a little bit differently." You know, like yeah, yeah, could yeah. be something simple mm. as that. Probably compensating in one leg for something. Yeah, else. I'm definitely overthinking. Dude, <laughs> I'm thinking he got flesh cut off. So let let. <laughs> Let me ask the group. I was extremely uh-huh. into fitness. That's so uh-huh. ridiculous that I would, my first thought was that he got part of his leg cut off. To <laughs> Obviously, Jeez. we are not experts or reporters here, so it's not like we have any real insights. As three people in this room that mm. have no, absolutely no inside information, no sources anywhere, uh, we're just reading the tea leaves from things that we're seeing around. Can Belichick get fired off of this year? More oh, my, my my sources tell me. Oh, uh, okay, uh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I really, I have no idea. I'm not part of the deep state uh, in any way. I have no idea. I bet Belichick is in like the deep state with like some CIA guys. That's how he had that run for 20 years. But no, nah, they can't yeah, fire Pat him. Tillman, who's still alive. <laughs> uh, we'll get in trouble for that one. But um. <laughs> No, I think, I mean, I, the most logical thing is maybe he just bows out and uh, I, you can't, I don't think, you never know, dude. In sports, you've just, you truly right. just never, but well, it would seem crazy that they could fire him. I think the first step would be Robert Kraft would be like, hey, I think it's time time to step down. You know, that would be like the first course of action. Right, would, he would publicly resign after. I mean, I mean the but he's also the kind even, of guy who would just listen, be like, "You're gonna have to fire me." They're he, not gonna. Yeah, that's they're, probably true. They're gonna win like five games max. If that, year. dude. Yeah, yeah. If they're that. really bad, Wonder they're not as bad as the Giants, right but they're not. I mean, I, I just don't know. They still have to play most of the teams in the East. You know. Yeah, I mean, so. Dude, that's the thing is the Pats got to play. Yeah, still the Dolphins, still the Bills. You know, it's it's really uh, – I don't know. I'd have to look at the rest of their schedule. Uh, they play the Chargers. They play the Steelers. Dude, the Steelers' defense going to beat the shit out of them. Yeah. They play the Chiefs. Um, yeah. Steelers, man. They are snooze fest, huh? Yeah, I mean, really boring, and even made more boring if for you, Adam, having Lamar playing yesterday. It's <laughs> just like, geez, yeah, brutal. Yawn. Um, yeah, they're stuck. They're in the stuck category. Steelers. Yeah. Well, right now, yeah. I think like, I think they're, they're an offensive playmaker away, and then, I mean they have that guy George Pickens to be a quarterback away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pickett's Pickett's a, a stopgap. I think I I kind of I rescind. He's my nothing. Take. He is. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I was on the Pickett train when the season starts. I don't think that he's he he's fine. He he could probably be like a a backup. Uh, but he's not gonna he's not gonna be a star in the NFL. And he, no, I think, I mean, I, yeah. But he's the they perfect just, Steelers quarterback, man. Just slug it out because Steelers fans love a seventeen to ten win. Yeah, nothing yeah. gets true. <laughs> Nothing gets Especially West Pennsylvania the, or, uh, or the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Nothing gets West Pennsylvania quite like uh, you know, a 13 to 9 win. 
or whatever. So yeah. the Pats win total right now is at five and a half. So Adam, I'm going to ask you gun to your wife's head. Your son is kidnapped by the cartel over under five and a half wins for the Pats. Wait one second. What's and the your record now? In, your, your daughter's in a well. Yeah. Your They're daughter, one yeah. in four over five wins. Hmm. Yep. 12 games well, left. Okay. 12 games left. So they got to get five more wins out of 12. They got to win yeah. 50% of their games. Close to it. Yeah. Playing. They got to go five. They can't, they can't be worse than five and seven. And by the way, Adam, your your family would already be done for if you took this long. <laughs> Wait, I wouldn't be able to do research. You're holding the gun no, to my family's no. head. I'm not it's allowed. Gun to, like, to your it's head. Just like, no, 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 no. You're gonna sit there. Oh, and that's the point of the gun to the head. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, sweating. You don't negotiate I, when there's a gun to say, your family's I'm head. I'm gonna say no because uh, I'm gonna say no because of the teams in their division, the Bills and the Dolphins. Knowing that, that's already a bad sign. So you'd bet your entire family's life that they're going under five and a half wins. I would too. Yeah. Yeah. Load it up. Yep. I think, I think that's the right call. Um, Eagles beat the Rams. Uh, Cooper cup came back. Rams are, they're feisty, right? They're better than we thought. They're a little spunky. A lot of overachieving teams this year, like in 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 terms yeah. of what what they were you know expected to be versus where they're at right now. Oh yeah, Rams. I mean, McVeigh could win Coach of the Year probably. He's yep. he's yep. definitely in the in in contention. It could be a tight race for Coach of the Year this year. The Cardinals coach McVeigh, well, you know Campbell. Campbell uh, Campbell's yeah. got to be the front runner if the Lions if the right. Lions finish because he should have won it. Playoffs. Also, the guy for the Texans, D'Amico yeah. Ryan's, right? Yep. First year coach. So, I mean, it's, it could be a tight race. Um, worst coach, frisky. I think, I think we know worst coach is between Peyton and Dayball. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, isn't that crazy? Dayball, we thought he was the best coach of the year last year, and now he was. He won coach of the year. He'd be the first guy to ever win coach of the year and then win worst coach of the year. He's but also- I agree with you, Mike. Rams, yeah. Rams looking great. Not to go back to the Giants here. Dable also just seems this year from all these quotes. Granted, they're losing and that would must be frustrating. But doesn't he seem very unlikable this year? And last year he was like extremely likable. Yeah. Somebody could mm-hmm. just go night and day like that. A guy that you were like, oh, man, he's the savior and we love him. Look at him at the Rangers game pumping his fist. Great. You yeah. Know, King of New York. You know what? And now this, this year reminds you're just like, what me. a fat. Uh, angry <laughs> asshole, you know. This reminds me of my good friend Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, this is exactly who it was. I loved, dude. I loved Carson Wentz. His with the year that they led the Eagles to the Super Bowl. When he was injured, I was devastated. <laughs> After the end of the following season, I didn't want to be further away from the guy. Yeah, man, life comes at you fast gone, in the NFL. Yeah, right. Oof. All right, Dable's. Uh, go ahead, Adam. No, I mean he's he's just not. You just don't like him anymore. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, that's no, Mike. I I didn't think of it like that yet, but no, there there is his likability rating has definitely dropped. 
No doubt yeah, about it. He's just he's screaming at Daniel Jones on the sideline when they're getting when they're getting blown out. Like and they're trying, as, we, as we said, yeah. as as you said, they are you have it on good authority. They're trying to kill Daniel yeah. Jones. Yeah. Well, and there you go. See, like we saw Dayball when the team had co- more competence. The team was better last year. They it, just it was they more just, talented last year. I just think they had a cupcake schedule last year. True. And well, they just I think all that is true. I think all of that is true. Yeah. All right. They had Barkley on the field all the time. Right. Yeah. The NFC right. sucked overall. Yeah. All right. Moving off the Giants. Let's we're we're gonna have to wrap up here in a minute. But before we do, uh the Sunday night game, Niners, Cowboys. Um, oh yeah. The Cowboys oh, yeah. are just uh, isn't this just the Cowboys? Boys, uh, wasn't it yeah, so good to watch? Yeah. Some, some weeks you're just like whoa, uh, <laughs> and then some right. weeks you're just like whoa, <laughs> man. <laughs> yep, uh, no, that, that's exactly right. Niners looking like the best team in the NFL, uh, right? It's it's them and the Eagles, but I, I, think, I think the Niners you have are to say the Niners look by far the best. They look yeah, kind of unbeatable right now. Statement win for sure. Um, they got BCB, CMC. One of them will be the MVP. It's Ooh, all. Oh, you know? shit. Ooh. No, it, but really, though, um, they there's nothing they can't do. Right. They've got yeah. so many weapons. Like, then they, you know, McCaffrey had that four touchdown game. Then you're you're totally not focused on Kittle. Then he comes in and they like highlight him and he's capable of stepping up, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, true. Yeah. Then Ayuk, like and these these guys make plays. Debo, and Brock yeah. Purdy still undefeated plays. in games that he yeah. started and finished, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so at what point, like, do you even like do you, is he just an elite quarterback at this point? Where is he on the talent scale? I don't think I mean, you can call an elite quarterback to me is a guy that t- like Marino. If if Dan Marino uh, didn't exist, you would have never heard of Duper and Clayton and sort of like that that those great Miami offenses. It's because Marino was the elite quarterback, um, and I think you can kind of say that about Mahomes. Tyreek Hill's been great, but yeah. Like the Chiefs offense is always going to be dangerous because Mahomes is the one throwing the ball. Whereas right. Purdy, we have yet to see him in a situation where like all of these guys are out and it's up to Purdy to win the game. He's sure. played great. Yeah. No disrespect. It's it's not I'm not saying that he's bad, but uh I think he's gotta be in a situation like that before you can be considered elite. Even Brady, like all those years that Brady played, he didn't really have a stud receiver until Moss. Yeah. You know? In the beginning of his career, like he had uh <laughs> Troy Brown, right? Like yeah, guys Deion like Branch. That. He had good yeah. receivers. They were good, but they weren't like they weren't and that's it wasn't what makes Marvin Harrison. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big part of what yeah, because Brady for those first couple years, it was it was always like, oh, Peyton Manning is better than him. Peyton yes. Manning is better than him. Brady's a system quarterback. He's good enough. Right. And then it just went on for a long enough period of time. And then like also like you're saying, like he did it consistently with guys who were not superstars. And so like Purdy is playing like an elite quarterback so far, but right. yeah, he hasn't done enough to but he, I mean He's done enough to no longer be a question mark in my mind. Yeah, that I would agree with for sure. He's, He's the good. right guy for the job. 
He's definitely he's 100%. a good quarterback. I don't think there's a, I don't yeah. think you can deny that he's a talented good quarterback. I just yeah. I wouldn't go as far as to say that he's elite yet. In my opinion, well, the 49ers, right. they're such a complete team. They're stacked. Like, yeah. Their defensive line Bosa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Fred Warner, their they're so, good. so much pressure. Yeah. It puts so, so much the, pressure on the quarterback. So this is the thing, guys. Uh, if Shanahan wants my respect, win it this year. <laughs> no more excuses. <laughs> I mean, they look like they're on track to win it for sure. They're Do by it. far the take favorite. This, take this burden of being the only Shanahan truther. Take this burden off of it. <laughs> I think the 49ers are minus 350 me. to win it to all. Win. No, they're minus 350 to win the Super Bowl. No way. Yeah, it it's can't probably, be that. It's got to be plus three fifty, Adam. Yeah, because plus three fifty, plus three fifty. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so they, but difference. that still makes them the favorite. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, I would never bet any team to win the Super Bowl, you know, this early. But if I was, you know, they're obviously the team that I'd feel the most confident in. And um, yeah, because I don't know. As an Eagles fan, I haven't gotten to watch all the games. But when I'm following them, they their wins are not like super definitive. They've been they, on the ropes a few times. Yeah. You know, they've a lot of the times they've, yeah. you know, kind of fucked up here and there. They're not asserting their dominance yet. Right. Yeah. Whereas the Niners, I feel like Sunday night, the whole country is watching. They just fucking the Cowboys weren't in that game for a second. Yeah, dude, that no. game was I lo- over. I looked away. It was and never it was close. Over. Yeah, I looked away. Yeah. And it was like it was like fourteen nothing. I was just like, <laughs> whoa. And it Dallas was my favorite, my favorite type of Cowboys game to watch. You know? Yeah, like the 49ers were able to pick apart Dallas's defense, who's played yeah. so easily. well this year. Yeah, easily. Yeah, they looked on both sides of the ball. The Niners just looked so much better. Uh, dude, Shanahan's going to be the next dominant coach. Dude, it could be. I, I mean, hope. Because, let's, let's see it. <laughs> <laughs> and because the, the thing is now, like, they're, they're going to be able to keep this team together for at least a couple years because they're not paying Purdy anything. He was the last pick right. in the draft. So, right. you know, he's basically like he's making an MTA. Yeah, he's or, making a teacher uh, salary. Dude, I don't think he's NY making a million dollars. You know, yeah, let's look it up right <laughs> yeah, now. Brock, I, I, I think he's salary. making under 800K. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, he'd be making like practice squad money. Yeah, Brock Brock Purdy signed a four year, three no three million dollar. He's making almost four million dollars. Eight seventy this year, according to the first thing that popped up on Google that I have not fact checked. So yeah, no, that's fact check. That's 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 legit. Okay, I'm looking at the same thing. Yeah, eight seventy, and then obviously he's signing bonus seventy seven grand. I mean, listen, it's not bad money. No, but there's 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 girls that are making that much on OnlyFans in a month, probably. <laughs> That's true. Right. And Brock right. Purdy's going to win the Super Bowl. Imagine you were a Super Bowl winning quarterback and you wouldn't even crack like the top 10 on OnlyFans. Well, how about this? <laughs> Brock Purdy is getting paid 870. Daniel Jones, 40 million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Money or glory. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, I think it's time to wrap this baby up. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Kid Rock Cruise next year, anyone? <laughs> Absolutely. The boys go on a cruise. 
It's the only uh, way we could get Mike out of the country. If I can <laughs> win, true. if I win, that is true. If I win two fantasy leagues this year, you, you have my word. I'm going on a Kid Rock cruise. Uh, I'm at Mike Coscarelli on all social platforms, gentlemen. I'm, I'm at, at it's Matt Adam Foster. Ooh, same time. No, 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 no. You, you first. All right, I'm at it's Adam Foster. And I'm uh, soon to be on a Kid Rock cruise. I'm at Matt Lajeski. I just can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> and guys, make sure you keep watching all sports, not just football. There's MLB playoffs as well. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, guys, we're going to start doing this show uh, live on Sunday nights. Um, I would, I think we're going to figure out the time, but we're going to do it live on YouTube. Uh, I'll be in the studio. We'll do be, be doing video. Um, and we're going to try to start that next week. So for the handful of you that listen to this show, keep an eye on it and, for the fistful uh, for the fistful and we'll keep you posted. But I'm thinking maybe eight 30, maybe we do halftime of the Sunday night game, eight 30 PM on East Eastern time, but we'll figure that out. We'll keep you posted and hopefully you'll be watching us soon. So we're excited for it and, uh, we'll see you next week until then. Keep mm-hmm. watching sports, all sports, right, Matt? Absolutely. Every single sport. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.